You're listening to What's Us Sports with Mo Cohen, PZ Delarisi, and Terry Tam. I now know that I'm on with a spy, depending on who's uh, you know who's the, who's the captain of this ship. That's probably a bad thing if this podcast is supposed to go viral, isn't it? Cordero Patterson uh, like grabbing some shanks, uh, gentlemen here, uh, and he quote and I quote, "I'm a grown man. I don't need nobody blank and blank in my balls, my face." <laughs> in my teenage years, I'd get back from high school, I'd smash two pizza pockets. Carmelo Anthony never learned you can't live life just smashing pizza pockets. Because he lost uh, a double bet, uh, what I did is I cut an jalapeno, a jalapeno in half, and I filled it with hot sauce. So he's going to have to slurp this down. Why are you, you give me a fucking banana, dude? I'm not eating a banana. I'll just fucking, I'll rather piss in my mouth than eat this. Okay, so there we go. Stop stalling. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Now, here are your hosts, Mo, Terry, and PZ. Welcome everyone you're listening to and perhaps watching Hot Sauce Sports. I'm your host, Pease the Reason. I'm joined by the dancing, the banana hating, the wonderful, the opulent, Terry Tan. How's it going? Wonderful, dude. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm beautiful, as usual. That's uh, that's part of the ticket. That's uh, that's <laughs> why you're here. You're you're the meal ticket, Terry. I'm the meal ticket. Um, I gotta say, I, I do like... What about the people we have here? I'm not there yet. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm not there I gotta yet. say, I do like being on this show specifically. On the other show that I'm on, I'm the only one who's gotten a tan, and everyone else is no. very white. Did you see this? I know, so I'm saying. On this show, everyone takes care of themselves, his yeah. tan, getting some sun, you know, Eagle Lesso, but he's getting there. He's getting there. How you doing, Eagle? Good. Good? Maybe oh. next time speaking to a mic. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Duke? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm surviving, bro. Production is surviving tonight. <laughs> surviving. Did you guys see this story? Which one? Um, there's a uh, a plane that was landed for a UK Pakistan flight. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. there's the Manchester air- Airport. Dude, really need to take a leak. <laughs> Opens the wrong door. Maybe and it causes the whole like emergency protocol to unfold. That big ass slip and slide nice. comes out. Um, Maybe his dick was so big it only be. fit through that yeah. door. Yeah. And not into the tiny bathroom. Because airplane, airplane, airplane toilets are really small, right? Absolutely. But John Hat doesn't fly commercial. <laughs> oh, hey Yo, I saw... I was watching Good Omens on Amazon Prime. You said it last week. Which is... I did? Yes. I know. I think I said it in, no, in the yeah. chat. I, it sounds very familiar. Last week. Right. <laughs> I'll let you go, but I'm going to go. you Go for it. it sounds go for more it. familiar. And it's big. <laughs> is it, is cock? Yeah. Okay. Concluded. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what we spoke about last week. Because I saw it after the podcast, so it's not possible <laughs> that I talked about this. But anyway. You did. Watch Good Omens. Amazon Prime. Very good show. Um, Mad Men's so I, it got me thinking of like so I had this situation once in high school. And I'll ask you guys where is the weirdest places you've gone to the bathroom? Um, but I'll start with mine to give you guys some time to think about it. <laughs> you asked me that. Question. I did. I didn't even know he was going to talk about I it. I, you asked me that question before <laughs> on our little beer run. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I was on the phone. I did not hear any of that. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe he was. Maybe he was listening to our conversation via his phone. Super liminally. Was this China? Mm. Russia. So I remember one day specifically. I was coming home from school, and uh, where the bus stop was to my home was about a seven-minute walk. And I got the bus, and I was like, oh, no, it's go time. And I sprinted. I'm sprinting down the street. Shot your pants. Down, it's like downhill, too. Getting, on, getting down, getting down. I get my keys out. They fall out of my hand. I'm not bending down because I got to piss super hard. Oh, piss? I, yeah, I was oh, pissed. Oh, I thought you had to shit. I got another one, too. Piss, you just turn over, turn around, and just piss. He was young. He back, was young. Ran into the yard. Oh. We had these, like, bushes between us and it's the neighbors. Pedophilia. And I'm taking a leak just as my mom pulls up and sees me taking a leak <laughs> in the bushes. I'm like, she wa- hey, she saw your junk? No. Uh-huh. I, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I didn't ask her. I mean, that's the, that's the beginning of every other porn movie I've mm-hmm. seen. Grade one, elementary school. Yeah. In the boys' bathroom. Yeah. There's a lineup in all the urinals. Why were the you urinals. in the boys' bathroom? Because I'd be 
idiot. So all the urinals are full, all the stalls are full, and then I notice myself, hey, there's a little drain on the floor. Guess where I pissed? <laughs> hey yo. Oh God. So why, why do your stories always go so weird? I have so, so dark. I have, I have a lot of shit stories, a lot of pee stories, but I pee my pants a few times, like in the last few years. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> last week. Uh, four weeks ago. No, oh, four weeks ago. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Start with that seven, one. Seven weeks ago. Yeah. You want to know the story? Absolutely. Oh, okay. So Who would say no to that? So I was dropping off a friend after football. I was dropping off uh, Marco. I, was, I, I dropped Nobody him off. Nobody knows who that is. <laughs> Our friend Marco. We all know who he is. I drop him off and uh, close the door later, buddy. See you next week. And as I'm leaving, I'm like, fuck, I have to piss. He already walked into his place. It was already 11 o'clock and I didn't want to bother him. So I'm looking for a place to piss, like a fucking street. It's 11 o'clock at night. Everything's closed. Yeah. I finally find uh, an alley, like an alley that I can pull into. Mm-hmm. So I pull into the alley, whip out my dick, pee. Cool. I look down, peed all my pants. <laughs> all right. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I was really young once. This is before I even, when I started, when I was introdu- introduced to, to drinking in general, uh, I found I'm myself. That. I, was, I, I, <laughs> I actually I, have a picture of my. I thought pants I was. I thought I was. I thought I was going in an alleyway, and it turned out it was on St. Catherine in front of a, a store, and a policeman <laughs> knocked on my shoulder, and gave me a ticket. I peed my pants. So I had to pay. I had to pay a ticket for public indecency. Pants. Hey, fuck, it's pretty expensive. It was like three hundred. dollars never list. had a ticket, but I peed my pants on but the way to no New York on the highway. I, peed my pants downtown LA on my honeymoon. Yeah. But it was the worst time. It was I had no but idea. But it's all it was because on St. Catherine. It's sometimes it, it, it comes and you you can't control it. Like yeah. I cannot hold my piss in for especially when I know I'm on my way to piss. Yeah, it's I'm, like nothing. I'll be pinching my dick to the fucking. You know what I mean? Like nothing's coming in, not even air, and it's still leaking out. I've uh, I've I've been a large guy for most of my life. Sure. What do you mean by that? I'm a big guy. He has a big penis. That's what I'm that too. Yeah. I, got, I got me a elaborate though, man. So. <laughs> Um, like as as a big dude, I've been unnaturally gaseous gaseous most of my life. Gaseous, gaseous. That's what, not it, a word. what does that mean? <laughs> Full of gas. <laughs> you're Gaseous. a geisha. You're very geisha. Yeah, I'm very geisha. You're extra geisha. I'm, I'm the most geisha of all the guys you know. Why don't? There's never been a guy more geisha than me. Why don't you say? It's all I'm saying. Why don't you say farty? Why do you have to come up with these big words? You're geisha. Just farty, to man. confuse you. <laughs> so as a guy who's super farty, farty geisha, I'm gonna write a book, the farty geisha. Um, <laughs> I was like, I remember I was on the subway and when I was in university talking to this girl and like things were going well. And like, you know, we've been talking after class and stuff. Was this pre-Tinder? What? Was this, this pre-Tinder? pre-tinder? All, all of university my university life was pre-Internet. pre-internet. He's talking to a girl on the subway. That's, that's pre-Tinder. <laughs> yeah. It's pre-Internet. Yeah. That's like when you have to talk to people. Yeah. yeah. So I'm talking to her and then like, so I was like, oh, I got to I gotta let, one, I gotta let one loose, but it's loud. It's the subway. She won't hear it. So I let it loose. I'm like, oh, that was a mistake. And I was like, oh, I really got to go. She's like, you okay? And like, my face obviously turned white because I shed my pants in front of a girl. <laughs> so I'm like, no, no, I, I really got to go. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, she's like, no, no, I'm really worried about you. I'm like, no, no, it's good. <laughs> and then I did like, I was like, I was worried she was going to follow me. <laughs> so I said, she followed you? No, wait. I, I was, cause she was she really thought, worried. Yeah. I was like, I was turning pale. I was sweating. And like, cause I was just nervous because I didn't want her to notice. And you already shot your pants. pants at this point. So what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, it was like, a, it was on like explosives. Like a little, like, little, like I dropped a turd in there. You it was felt like it. rumbling around. Okay. And so, no, but so, sometimes it's just the gases. Happened. Sometimes the gases, they feel a little bit wet. Okay, no, I want to know, I wanna know what she a, did. This was a, there was a nug in there. Oh. I want to know what she did. What, what did she do? So she's like, oh my God, like, are you not feeling well? Like, okay, let's get off the subway. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm turning around. I'll, I'll be okay. And so I waited for the doors to almost close and I just backed up <laughs> and on the subway. <laughs> she never spoke to me again. And with that, 
It's time for. That's actually a very good story. Duke ain't gonna cut that up and put it on the Because otherwise, she would have known, right? I swear there's not a thing in the world that gets me as vulnerable as this show, Terry. Duke, I want that clip. I want it. Yeah, you got it, boy. So, if you guys are like me, you found anything, any way possible to catch the last bit of the Raptors game. I, um, I actually stayed in my car and listened to it on the radio. Really? Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I just stayed in my car and listened for the last five well, minutes. We were, we were together. We were at uh, football. At football. Mm. Uh, I ran upstairs to watch it in the cafeteria. Oh, okay. And the guy... I didn't know, I didn't know the they were playing. The guy wanted to close up. And he looked and there was like 20 guys just staring at him. He's like... <laughs> so I was like, I gotta leave it open. So that's when we all watched it together. It was actually a really fun experience. Yeah. Um, and we, we were sort of riding the wave as like Kawhi was leading the Raptors back, and it was coming back and coming back, and it just, it felt like this is it. This is where this is like, you know, Kawhi did this already once in the finals against LeBron. He's yeah. gonna do it again against this dynasty. Imagine. And um, then Kyle Lowry happened. Kyle Lowry became the most Kyle Lowry of all time. He had for a moment, even after making a mindless pass with two seconds left on the shot clock, where all he had to do was put the ball up and hope to get fouled. That's all he had to why, do. Why are we hating on him now? What? He's played so well so far. Absolutely. But so, you know, he's the most hated player by Toronto fans and in Canada. But for no reason. I agree. For, for not, for not for a the good most part. reason. For the most part. Yeah. I agree, especially because, again, defensively, he's, in, he's very, very good, good. And he's been very good all yeah. finals and all playoffs. But also, he made a bonehead pass. Fine, fine. But here's your moment. Goalies make here's mistakes your moment. in hockey all the time. Kawhi gets doubled, makes the right decision, gets up to Van Fleet. Van Fleet's not ready to shoot it. So Van Fleet kicks it out mm-hmm. to, 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 uh, Lowry. to Lowry. I feel like he was lucky that the ball got tipped because it wouldn't have even hit the side of the backboard. Really? That's how terrible a shot it was. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Question. Should I be really mad because the last, literally the last 34 seconds of the game were blacked out for me because I was streaming off Bell and it just cut off right before then. You called those motherfuckers. I was so mad. And you get a credit for next month. Yeah. You get your $15 credit yeah. that you don't really care about. But you get it. I'm on it. Yeah. Once on again, it. the officiating crew do their little two-minute review at the end. Yeah. Turns out uh, Marcus all should have got another uh, free throw. So it actually would have been either a tie game it's or a lead. An- another free throw? Honestly, they they took there was a few there was a few odd things. They they allowed uh, Clay to get to the perimeter and get a free release. Um, the Nick Nurse called a timeout that was seemed bizarre. Look, I know you want to get you guys fresh legs, but then he didn't take a timeout at the end. Uh, which seemed bizarre. He had, one. he had one, absolutely. He had four with with a minute left. So um, when uh, Kawhi's double teamed, that's when you call it. Yeah, yeah, because the play you called didn't work. He called an ISO, and the Warriors said, "You know what? We're gonna ISO, we're gonna double team the one guy they have who makes shots." But and they, let, they let were them beat us with someone else. They were up like with six points with three minutes to go. I mean, that's nothing. I, I've never, I've never felt so secure in my life with that, with that lead. And then I started. But realizing, they were also they were down then, yeah. with seven minutes to but go. But then the first miss happened. I'm like, oh, it's over. Like if I felt secure, and then and then I think Kawhi yeah. missed, missed a shot. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's over, fucking over. I didn't watch any of it. I only heard the last five minutes. Saw the highlights the day before, but they don't really show much. They only show the, especially here in Canada, they only show the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I rewatched the game when I got home, but. They were down a five with seven minutes left when I got into my car. They got the lead. I'm talking about the Raptors. Got the lead and then lost the lead. And to me, that's just 
it could be just maybe they were overthinking. There was a timeout called apparently that was out of nowhere. I mean, so Nick Nurse called a timeout when his team was hot. Yeah. His his idea was, look, we need to make a defensive stand. Let's make sure that my guys have fresh legs. Yeah. Yeah, oh, they looked out of breath. But by absolutely. But the thing is, is that his bench is shorter than the Golden State's bench. Yes. Well, not at this absolutely. Point. Not at th- maybe not at this no, point. No, but they the yeah. uh, right after that right after that timeout. The, the Warriors were hitting every single shot. It was I, almost I like a re-energize more, them. Honestly, the, I see more of the same players common, from Toronto than I do from the Golden State. Well, like I see six playing, players. Toronto's been playing seven players all playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's because there's guys that are playing like Bell and McKinney on the, on the, on the Warriors. You have no idea who they are. Well, but they've had but to yeah, play because Cook, of injuries, though. But right. they have to, exactly. Um, you need to in, keep the, in general, uh, in the playoffs, you don't really run your bench in, in the NBA. Yeah. Also, typically in the, in the NBA, in, in the playoffs, uh, or in general at the end of games... When you're up, you don't call timeouts. Question. No. Question. No. What do you think energized the Warriors more? The timeout at that point or KD going down and people la- and people laughing and smiling well, and clapping? That timeout. happened at a much l- earlier yeah. in the game. Well, what, do you, what do you think was the, the main catalyst to the Warriors completely like changing their, the pace of the game? And I, I, I think the timeout allowed them to catch their breath. Curry yeah. making that, that contested shot yeah. was big for them. And Clay, then Clay, Clay, Clay hit a wide open. Yeah, Clay's wide open. It's tough to say, but for sure, the fact that they were able, they saw things that they can do to take advantage of, and uh, I don't think they they really cared too much about the fans booing KD or whatever it is until after the game. Well, so here's the other thing: is like it didn't affect the way they played. Like yes, some fans, a lot of fans likely thought he reaggravated the injury, didn't yeah. think it was all that it was. Of course, because right? the way he fell, he wasn't really exactly. Like, yeah. So it's just it looked like yay, KD's yeah. out of the game because. And I know you've been your narrative this whole time is they're better without KD. It was very obvious when he was in the game. Much better. They're better with KD. <laughs> I think it was clear that I was being sarcastic. But also, the thing is, the thing is, is that other than, other than the fact that yes, he, he got hurt. And we'll talk about the injury in a second. But yeah. um, he was cleared by doctors. And I, look, Kevin Durant's a competitor. Guaranteed, if there was, if they told him like, hey, there's a chance you can play. Doctors cleared you. It's up to you. He's never gonna say no in that spot, right? He's always yeah, gonna exactly. want to put himself in the court. Um, that said, when I rewatched the game at the end of the night, I realized they kept, they kept running isolation plays to a guy who's on one leg. Sure. Why? Why are you doing? Why aren't you not just having him run the spacing and and take open three pointers oh, instead of having him face up against guys and 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 look? I mean, it, what happened? It was a non-contact injury, but maybe still, they're, tra- maybe they're, maybe they're trying not to make him move as much. They're probably. It's hard. It's hard. Uh, your car's just out of the shop, though, and all you're doing is gunning yeah. it all over the freeway. Yes. Yeah. That being said, though, he had three threes in a row. He didn't miss a single shot at that point. It's hard to take a guy out of the game when he hits when he's I, almost. He's hundred percent. Nothing out of the game. I'm saying, I'm saying the way you're playing is you went back to the way you played when he was healthy all season. Yeah. You didn't do that with Demarcus Cousins. No. You didn't do that with Clay. You, yeah. Like, you're only doing it with him. I wonder. I wonder. And his who, game, his game requires him to be but, healthy but, because it's he does everything. But who yeah. cleared him to play? That's what I want to know about doctors this. because it's it's unacceptable that a he's player probably has good that enough kind of to play, but just not the minutes and not the stress. After his that, last injury, you played twelve I mean? of the first. You played twelve of the first fifteen minutes of the game. Yeah, you can't be benching a guy for a month straight and all of a sudden just say he's good to go and then and literally, and of course, loses Achilles. And, and I've been saying it. The thing is with basketball is if you if you hurt if you get hurt in, on your shoulder, you get hurt in your chest, your back, you can come back with relative ease the amount of running you do in basketball if you hurt your leg you're not in any shape to play yeah I think Duke's just pissed that the Knicks aren't going to get him now. Exactly. I'm well, so mad. Will. It doesn't make sense. They absolutely will. I mean, he's freaking yeah, out, Yeah, but did man. you see? He, dude, got, dude, dude. he went to New York to get his, uh, his whole, surgery. 
All, all I'm thinking about right now the is Knicks that paid for that look, shit. The Knicks, look, this, <laughs> this is yeah, yeah. yeah James Dolan's like, I'll, I'll foot the bill. Don't worry. This about is it. the situation. The Knicks are going to trade everything for Anthony Davis at this point. We're going to we're going to get a complaining yeah, KD. This isn't a Knicks conversation. Uh, sorry, a broken, a broken really KD. And we're going to complain Kyrie. It's going to be a fucking mess. No, but so here's here's the thing. It's going to be the most Knicks thing ever if they get KD. Why are we talking about a team that didn't make the playoffs? That's true. It's a, it's a trap. It's, it's a, a it's a Duke trap. After KD got hurt, Bob <laughs> Myers, New Yorkers. GM of the Warriors, had this to say. Uh, I was curious to hear your thoughts on this. This is sad. He looks sad. Um, he looks like a so big child. Because you gotta have this after, okay? Kevin had a, it's it's an Achilles injury. You look like him too, so you should do it. <laughs> no, uh, we're just both white guys. The extent of it? Oh, you don't he's look got an MRI tomorrow. Fucking crocodile could tears this um, guy. Prior to coming back, he went through four weeks with our medical team. And if you're so emotional, why are you reading off a piece um, of paper? It was thorough. <laughs> He's looking at details. In quotations, it says, "Cry now." That was just his best for doctors. The um, and we felt good about the process. Uh, he was cleared to play tonight. That, that was a collaborative decision. No one sounds like that when um, they cry. No one sounds like that good when they cry. He's fighting. I don't believe there's anybody to blame. So now, fake. now, is but I understand this, this world, and um, if you have to, he's the GM, right? Yeah, you so can blame me. I, ru- I run our basketball de- operations department, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. The, maybe gets a bonus. Um, but, but it's like, also when you start acting to cry, it becomes way easier. About okay, is this where are we going to talk about uh, play the Drake situation? The people that questioned whether he wanted to get back to this team were wrong. He's going to Knicks. And I'm not here to... He's like, he he's promised me he would stay. <laughs> he probably told him, I'm fucking out of here, motherfucker. People. I'm out of this bitch. He's a good teammate. Take five-second pause. Cry right now. Okay, good person. Good. We got it. We, we got good. it. He's it's, fake. it's not fair. Like everyone else in Golden State. Is this worse, than, uh, worse acting than the, the, the Drake that he did? What? Did you see what happened with Drake? I didn't see. No? Just so when KD was walking off... Is like he just overreacted. Yeah, he's acting like he was just like, it was just too much. Like, what? look, have you have you seen Degrassi High? As I was saying, That's I put just it on, the way he acts. I put it on our Instagram, and I'm like, there's some Degrassi Junior High level acting right <laughs> oh, yeah, here. I did see that. Dude, yeah, yeah. I took acting lessons. It's bad. I took acting lessons. The way it works is, and his lieutenant too was like, you start you start pretending like you're gonna cry, and then after a while, you start selling yourself on the idea of crying, and you start crying. Yeah. You start thinking about the worst things that ever happened in your life. He wasn't that sad about KD. He knows. What are the leaving. worst things that ever happened about Myers' life in your opinion? He lost a toy as a child. Wow, he's Who a lost life. a toy? He, uh, wow. the, the price of gas is too high. Hates mm. clowns. Probably that. Actually, Anyway, so the Toronto fans, a lot of them were clapping like in yes. support as he was walking out. But as soon as the injury happened, a lot of people were like celebrating and booing and waving at him. And then yeah, when... The waving was kind of a dick move. It's like, like waving by. Well, okay, what fans whatever. wouldn't do that? Most fans would do that. Most but that's what I'm saying. That's it. what I'm saying is that my buddy's a Raptor fan. He told me he's like these aren't real. These aren't the real Raptor fans. No, it's not. It's not the real Raptor fans. The people that spent ten thousand dollars on the four seats. You know. So what are you saying? Who are those people? The, those people are the 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 Toronto fans that I hate. The ones that just jumped on the bandwagon when they were wearing KD, uh, yeah. Kevin Durant jerseys last year. Same ones. I Same mean, ones. those guys. The Drake, all they, all they the did Drake buy tickets was sacrifice one night of coke. That's it. And Jake, that's Jake, it's, it's Drake inspired. I just want to say this. If Kawhi Leonard went down in, in, in Golden State, I think people would be clapping for that. Well, they did. 
Last time it happened. It's true. When Zaza Pachulia purposely injured him, otherwise they were going to lose that game. Allegedly. Okay. Let's, we have to start saying allegedly. Nope. <laughs> no? No. We're not governed by the FCC. There's we don't have to say alleged. shit. There's nothing alleged in this room. Um, you keep there's on a lot here. of things alleged. So, but like, you guys actually, I was curious. Like, so oh, you, guys this is it, this is it. you see it? Oh, but you got to make it bigger. Make it yeah, bigger. he's making it look bigger. Look at Drake in the back. Look. We got to really work look on our... This, uh, this. Oh, my God. He's like, oh, man. Now he won't come play in Toronto. Watch this, watch this, watch, 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 watch. this. Is, this is the best part, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I love you, bro. You watch this, watch this. Watch. Come yeah. to Toronto next year. God damn, bro. One more, one more, one more. I've been seeing so many memes it's about Lieutenant this. Lieutenant 2 gets on my nerves. What if it's like, uh, it's like when, you, when you go to school and your assignments aren't, aren't done and you <laughs> pretend that you left them at home. That's pretty good. I love how his lieutenant's like, fuck. And he looked at Steph Curry so Steph can make sure that you he sees him. Uh, Drake has a whole back guy. He's got a guy that holds him back a bit. Yeah. It doesn't work. He does a terrible well, job at it. I will it's say. probably that guy, I that lieutenant say, guy. One of the lieutenant. coolest things about it, though, is Steph Curry and Andre Godala walked him back to the locker room, which is rare that star players actually walk back. No, it wasn't Steph Curry. Yeah, Steph Curry walked him back. It was food. Steph Curry. It was? Yes. No, Steph Curry was walking right behind him. Then. No, man. It was Steph, uh, Steph Curry was... He, okay. When he <laughs> went to the locker he room? He was walking, but really he was matter. behind him. It doesn't matter. But yeah. Which is to say, like... It's very rare. It's rare that yeah. 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 players leave true. for an injury. Very true. Next so they knew, they knew definitely something was up. But but those points were big, though. I mean, having The fact that the, the, the Raptors lost that game by one point, though, not, every single one of those Durant shots were very important. I'm going to start calling you um, Duke Rewind. Because you love going back to points we made before. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's uh, let's just scroll through your Twitter. Are you at home? Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good one. Uh, Carson Wentz. He's getting paid. Carson Wentz. Yeah, I think um, he's got to. I mean, to me, this was the most obvious thing. Of course. Uh, like they weren't gonna ride with Nick Foles. It's but it's tough to say because you know you want a Super Bowl for them. Okay, but like it's so tough to fucking say. I get it, but you can't you can't just you can't just. I know. I know yeah, you I, and I have been I, watching football our whole lives. Yeah. What argument can you make other than like don't look at wins and losses? Other than like in terms of actual play that you've seen. Oh yeah, I've seen a lot of Philly games actually. Like uh, how like can you can you legitimately oh, make the case that Nick Foles is oh, a better option? Than Nick Foles just saying. he had big dick energy, man. Absolutely, he just big dick neck. I, I mean, look, he, he is the Don Draper of the NFL. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, he's it's for clear. sure. No, but you know, he did well, Nick Foles, but you know, he got his payday. And Carson Wentz, a, a very well-deserved payday. And we even spoke about it with um, with Nathan Taylor, like uh, episode three or four, whatever it was. Uh, and if people are crazy if they think that Nick Foles is better than Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is probably but it's he's it's, considered one of the best in the league right now. It's how people evaluate sports. They evaluate team sports based on uh, on on championships. Championships should be kind of like a tiebreaker. Yeah, where it's like I can look at Dan Marino and say he's top five quarterback of all time. Yeah. To me, he's better than Troy Aikman, who has three Super Bowls, and I'm a Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. He's better than Terry Bradshaw, who has how many Super Bowls? Like four. Four. Where he, yeah. He maybe threw eight passes a game. That's <laughs> it exactly. But just to say, you yeah. know, he's better than fucking any other quarterback. Have you ever gone back to watch some of these quarterbacks? It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like Bob Greasy was not a very good quarterback. Troy like, Aikman. I love, I love watching. Was all right, fine. I love watching like Bart Starr highlights and Johnny United stuff. I'm like they threw the ball like four times back. Yeah, there. and when it like they would take such a long windup to throw yeah. it like ten yards on the field. <laughs> Maybe that's just the camera. Do you guys want to know the details of all oh, the contract? Yeah, yeah. It's right. Like Eleven years or something. 2019, 16.37 million signing bonus. All oh, the breakdown. Uh, 2020, uh, 30 million option, and 2021, 10 million dollar roster bonus. What's, okay, yellow is base salary. His base salary 
Is that the last year? No, it's a, okay, that's, a, that's his last year. Twenty-one million is base salary. That's crazy. Basically, anyone looking at this chart is going to be really confused. Roster it's bonus. So if he just so makes the team, which he automatically is making the team, it's yeah. five million. Eagle, tell me what the colors. The yellow is base salary. The yellow is base salary. The gray is the roster bonus. The green is a signing bonus. The blue, the dark blue, is an option bonus. The What's the light, light blue? blue? Is escalator money. I love that. What does that mean? <laughs> we just go I love that thousand dollars. Treat them that year. They, they get. They get extra money on the books. I love that. I love that. If, if they want to move away from, they have two years to do so. So basically, he's going to average somewhere around thirty-two million in the extensions that he did. That's crazy. It's crazy that the the that's roster bonus good. on the fourth year is intense. That I think that's what you're saying. That that's the year that look they, at that little thousand dollars in the middle there. Well, no, they got to trade him after the second year because if not, this so weird. Where what on color the hook is that? For, for basically the bulk of thirty-four million. It's a signing. He has a thousand dollars signing bonus. No, roster bonus. Roster bonus. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, but the rest are five million. Why is that one a thousand? He was like his agent was very particular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Drew, so Drew Rosenhaus. That's, that's probably so a collective weird. bargaining thing. It needs to be a minimum X. <laughs> probably, but that, yeah, that yeah, also probably. looks like a Drew Rosenhaus kind of contract. Yeah. Well, oh, Drew Rosenhaus is his lawyer. Is yeah. his uh, agent? I like that. I'm he's, on it. I'm on it. He's good, man. I believe he is. But the thing is, the thing is, look. Wait, him, is, there's him. There's uh, Scott Boris. Is it worth it? If you. Eagle shaking his head, no, but I feel like he just doesn't understand sports. So Eagle the thing or is, Duke? The thing is, you need, without, without a franchise quarterback in the NFL, you, I'm experiencing this and have been experiencing this as a Dolphins fan for 20 years. You've been experiencing this since the retirement of Detroit. Aikman. Okay. What? You've been experiencing this since the retirement of Michigan. No, not true. Not having not a true. quarterback? Uh, Derek Carr is one of the highest played quarterbacks in the league, and he's not good. In fact, he's not, but you need he does not deserve the contract. But, uh, okay, he but, deserved it when but, they paid him. They did. Uh, that's the problem is you're always paying people for what they've done right. in the past. Exactly. This contract is actually based on more so on what they think he can deliver in the future. Yeah, exactly. And they're going to build around that contract. Well, now, Matt Ryan's the same thing. Yeah. Matt, Matt Ryan has a contract. Has he done enough consistently to earn that contract? So, yes, because here's the... Went? Yeah, I think so. Here's why. He's young, though. Here's why. What's your... Very young. The, the, other, the other option is if you don't sign him to that, you have 20... Good luck finding a quarterback for the next 20 years. Absolutely. Because that's what it is. Because, because again, Miami, you, you, you haven't experienced this as a, as a, as a Green Bay Packers fan. <laughs> because Miami's going to pay him. What's it? But someone, someone else will pay Someone him. else is going to pay the him. The market's already been established. Same thing. Same That's thing what a quarterback is worth. Same thing with Dak Prescott. Why are you yeah. yelling? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> You're getting very aggressive no, towards I, Eagle, and I think Eagle's, uh, his Eagle can't handle it. He causes it's okay. It's not my problem. We don't really care about Eagle's Eagle. But it, it's true that the, b- before Derek Carr happened, I mean, there were some years that I would just look at these these depth charts, and it was like Marcus Twistisepo and Jamarcus Russell. And I was thinking to myself, what the fuck am I going to watch yeah, this I year? I love Mark Twistisepo. I don't know. I liked him. I liked his fiery style. Cleo Lemon. Cleo right. Lemon. Cleo Lemon. Yeah. Wow, that's a fucking uh, you know. Harrington, which Harrington? Joey Harrington. Oh, Joey Harrington. Was quarterback for the Dolphins for a little bit. I, I'll, I'll get you the name of. You guys can keep going on. I'm gonna get you Dolphins oh, yeah, quarterback for a second. Yeah, I, was, I was saved by uh, Dante Culpepper. <laughs> Dante Culpepper. I was true. wrong. Uh, yeah, what's his name? Uh, the quarterback with the big ears. Oh, Sage Rosenfels. No, not him. Well, you had him too. Jay Fiedler. Jay Fiedler. <laughs> <laughs> if that profile. <laughs> But you guys had a lot of shitty quarterbacks. Though. Yeah, it was pretty bad. The Cowboys went through like a weird phase too, where we had got it. Drew Henson, Quincy Carter. Uh, don't go ahead. Please, please, Eagle. This is what happens when you don't pay your quarterback. All right, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna list them. Okay, doesn't matter the order, whatever. No, go for it. John Beck, Dante Culpepper, Jay Cutler, Steve Deberg. 
Craig Erickson, AJ Feely, Jay Fiedler, Gus Farad, Trent Green, Bob Greasy, Brian Greasy. Joey, Bob Greasy. Uh, sorry, <laughs> it's, it's, Bob Greasy. it's just a random list of quarterbacks. So I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, try Bob my Greasy. best, okay? Uh, Joey Harrington, Chad Hennington, yeah. Damon Heward, uh, Ber- Bernie Kosar at some point. Bernie Kosar, yes. Um, that was Ray Lucas. Ray Lucas, yeah. Uh, you have George Myra. You have Scott Mitchell. Scott Mitchell way beyond his prime. Uh, Matt Moore. <laughs> Matt Moore, who when played When was his prime exactly? Yeah, Matt Moore was played uh, Rick Norton. <laughs> Uh, Brock, uh, Brock Osweiler, Chad Pennington, Sage Rosenfels, uh, John Stofa, uh, Stofa, Don Don Strock, who also hosts hosts a show in Miami, uh, Ryan Tannehill, uh, Tyler uh, Thickpen, George Wilson, Dick Wood. That's good. Dick Wood. That's That's uh, it's an oxymoron. Why why not draft that quarterback? It's like it's like calling your name. It's like saying my name is Terry Terry. And finally, David Woodley. Ah, David Woodley. So Eagle. This is a team who's had one franchise quarterback in their history. So believe me when I tell you, if you have a chance to get a quarterback, you go get that, son. You go get, you go get it. Absolutely. I'm just saying, was this the year to do that extension, or did you want to wait another season? Well, if he tells you, if, you're not, if you don't offer me an extension now, I'm gone in free agent. That's it. That's, that's what it comes down to. And that's why a lot of people hold out and things like that. Like, what's his name? Uh, Kyrie Irving now. He's, he's opting out of his 21. It's twenty one point three million to to test free agency because he'll get more, but uh, anyway, it's good for him. I'm happy for him. I mean, as a Cowboys fan, it sucks because for the next six years he's gonna be uh, battling it out with the Cowboys. But he's a great player, huge fan. You know who are great players? The U.S. Women's National Team. That's one great player. Great players. Oh, great players. Players. Um, they scored thirteen goals against Thailand. Destroy Thailand thirteen nothing. So in Thailand, they're also known. Thailand's also known to be. Have a lot of uh, lady boys, mm-hmm. right? How do we know these girls are all girls? Didn't matter because <laughs> they still lost their team. I mean, especially as we move forward, that's going to be a more and more complicated but I'm not, question. I'm not surprised. I mean, why? They're they're on a high. They're on a super high. Um, there were these uh, Canadian commenters who were uh, Claire Rutz, Claire Rustad. Uh, Kaylin Kyle and Diana yeah, Matheson. All the, all the ones on TSN when they talk yeah, about yeah, the, uh, the Women's World Cup. Yeah. yeah, they went on to go on and rip uh, Rapinoe and Morgan. They're for also extremely boring when they talk about <laughs> soccer. <laughs> well, part of the reason they're boring is they don't like when people have personalities. Uh, talking about the classless behavior, celebrating after 13 goals. Another person with uh, similar type um, morals is our very own producer, the Eagle of Master Control. We got into a heated debate about this earlier. Wait, but Eagle, but tell, me, tell me about the oppressed version of reality they should be living in. Uh, I'm not saying they, they should have the right? let up. Let them score the 13 goals. But, like, there's 10 minutes left. You scored goals 10, 11, 12, 13. Mm-hmm. There's no Whose fault chan- is that? Th- their fault. I'm saying, why are you Thailand's celebrating fault. as if you just scored the go- go-ahead goal in the World Cup well, final? Like, it's just, it's celebration uh, is an act of joy, they're, isn't they're, they're just on a, yeah, they're just on a high. They're on a high. It's, it's insulting. Yes, I agree. On the world stage, it's insulting. I Correct. Agree. Next time, be better and don't get insulted. Sure. But right. Now, I agree. I know that that's the way that you guys look at it. I understand. That's but not the I way think, I look at But it. I think that there's degrees uh, to this whole thing, and there's nuances as well. I feel like there's 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 some celebration that you can get when you have a seven goal league, but when you're at 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 the twelfth goal or the thirteenth goal, it's at that point, it's a bit intense. You don't have to like. I'm not asking them to just like sit down and not say anything, 
But it was just it was. No, it you was celebrate. A lot. You go to your lot. team. You go to your bench. You know, you jump around whatever. And I'm, and I'm, I'm but also, like the yeah. sliding on the ground with your leg up, right? Like, like that, that stuff. Loved it. That stuff is give like me more of that. For you're me, gonna do it fine. Do it. But at the end of the day, you know that something you realize, you're gonna give you shit realize, for. You realize. You know that you actually don't believe this. Of this, course I believe. No, you don't. You don't. I absolutely don't. This is what's happened. He does. Your entire life. Sports media guys don't know how to discuss the 13 nothing game. So what they do instead is they discuss the behavior of people who win in blowouts and whether what or not it's the appropriate it action. Well, well, no, I'm, I'm worried, actually. Like for, we're doing, by the way. I'm worried it, for it, the Thai fan in the stands who has to have the Americans fucking heckle them on the way out the entire stadium. You should think, oh, my team's so much better than yours. Go fuck yourself, blah, blah, blah. Right? Well, All you're doing is you're instilling bad blood anyway. in the crowd. The team on the field is setting the message of we don't give a fuck about you and it's basically making other people behave the exact same way and everyone's like, well, oh, the Americans are a bunch of fucking you know assholes. You know the worst embarrassment on the national stage? Losing 13 nothing. I agree with you. Well, that's, that's enough. Really that's enough. Don't, don't rub it in their face. That we know they're bad. They know they're bad. Don't rub it in their face. But also, it's really fun to rub in people's faces, yeah, though, man. It's the best okay, thing but what, what happened? Was there ever a war between Thailand and the USA that I didn't know about? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, there like, will be now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now. But what are you rubbing in their face? Okay, we keep on scoring. Fine. Okay, celebrate. Do whatever you got to do. But know that if at anything, the end of the just day, takes more time off the clock. Yeah, sure. But at the end so of the day, it at the end of the day, you got to know. I did not celebrate that much. There been more time to score more goals. They probably won one sixteen nothing. Okay, so at the end of the day, it really doesn't fucking matter because they did it. But it's just shitty to, on the other side and for like Eagle said, the fans. Well, it's like if you go to a pickup game and a guy keeps this doesn't help your cost to get more money. But it's like way. it's like if you go to a pickup game, a guy keeps dunking on you, and the the game is like thirty to nothing, and he just keeps dunking on you one after another, and just keeps flexing in your face. You know, like after a while, say, like, hey, okay, bro, I could, you you, get hurt. You've been anyway. on me if I could dunk on okay. a dude, I would do that a thousand percent. Okay. Every time. Anyway, if I, it's not, not going to help their cost to get more money. We, look, you're going to have a kid let's before get our, me. Let's get our interview. When you have a child, I will dunk on your child constantly and celebrate till they cry With to my you. nuts in his face. Every time. <laughs> I'm a Vince Carter in that yeah. shit. This is really weird. Like a long game poly. Iceman. Last show ever. Okay, let's, uh, let's get to <laughs> our interview. Let's get to our interview because we're running late. Do we have any other stories quickly? We do. Which one? What do we got? Uh, oh, UFC 2, that was great. It was awesome. It was such a fucking crazy night. So, Andy Sohudo is the champ, champ, champ. He calls himself Triple C because he has a gold medal in the Olympics. Now he has two different weight class belts, which is sick for him. Uh, he defeated Marlon Marais. It was one of the best comebacks, they say, in, the, in UFC history. Uh, so, good for him. And now uh, it opens it up completely to anybody that just wants to go get two belts now. And he wants to go for a third one. And Andy Sohudo is becoming. Even though he's fucking annoying. Probably one of the most annoying people to watch. He's an amazing fighter. And we're looking at greatness. So more impressive, Sayuto winning the two belts or Shaq Finn winning two belts? Ah, the show. Fact, see, Shaq Finn uh, winning two belts is amazing for him. That's like, he that's just disappeared. Hold on. Magic man. Magic man. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I've been fired. Are we apparently. still on? Yeah. I had, my, yeah. my take on the women's national team was so strong. No, this means that. So strong. This means. So strong. So are. strong. Now our boy Shaq, uh, Shaq Finn winning his second belt, uh, well, third belt actually. He's three. He's three now. I saw a picture of him on Instagram uh, driving with all three belts on his. Yeah, thing. we gotta get him back. We gotta get back. Yeah, we'll probably try and get him on next week if you can. But good for him, man. We're happy about him. He's becoming. Uh, he's making a big name for himself. And that's uh, that's good. We'll get to uh, our interview next. We have the boys from well, one of the boys from uh, Get the Puck Out podcast. Love the name. Uh, great hockey podcast. We're heading into Game Seven tonight. Which, if you're hearing this tomorrow when this podcast comes out. You'll have already heard us talk about this. Go bees, go bees. Past. Our Twitter's future all about past the bees. Tense. Go bees, go bees. Go bees. I don't know. Boston that Bruins, baby. We'll get, we'll get their go thoughts blues. on it uh, uh, right after call. this. 
And we're back. We're joined by our very special guest, Chris Mancuso of the Get the Puck Out podcast. Uh, love the name. Uh, Chris is very knowledgeable, of course, about the NHL. Uh, Terry, a bit of a fanboy. Yeah. Uh, he loves the podcast. Uh, oh, that's awesome, man. So yeah. it's an it's, it's absolute pleasure to have you on. How are you doing today, Chris? Boys, I'm doing good, and I appreciate the kind words yeah no uh i'm i'm nervous uh, as you know if you do listen uh, i'm a bruins fan through and through and yeah. uh go you bees. know i tried to be calm yeah exactly that's right go bees i was calm cool and collected all throughout but i'm nervous now because uh you know the st louis blues they got a great team and uh yeah. it's been such a tight series i can't remember a series in which it's been so back and forth so uh for me personally it's it, it's tough um i think the bruins are gonna come out on top of this one i have them winning the game Not four true. to two tonight but uh but uh, I, I don't know, boys. What do you guys think? Well, our, our podcast is split. We're three quarters with you uh, because three quarters of a side with Jim Halpert yes. uh, as opposed to <laughs> Pam from the office. So because of that, That's right. we, can't, we, like, we can't get behind her. We, we thought she was, she was horrible. And like, for, we're Montrealers. I saw the episode. Canadian I'm fans. finally up to date. Was Listen, it, you're fucked. She, no, it's not her fault. She's a piece of it's garbage. It's not her fault. Living garbage. <laughs> she's treated terribly throughout the entire show. No, anyway. Yeah. I'm, I'm going for the blues. Point is, listen, we've, we've argued <laughs> about this for weeks now. Uh, point is, uh, Terry's the only one here signing with blues. Listen, myself, the producers, we're Montreal Canadiens fans. So for us to side with the Bruins, you know it means something, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you believe they're going to win because it's definitely not because you like them. That's nope, for not sure. Not at all. 100%. <laughs> nope. I mean, we went to Boston recently, and while walking around, uh, I remember thinking to myself, wow, this is a crappier Montreal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how I felt. <laughs> you know what? That's kind of true. It's kind of <laughs> true. It's like, uh, it's, it's like uh, you would think that there would be a language barrier, but I think I understand the people in Quebec better than in Massachusetts. Yeah, so. that's, that's, fair. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I run, I run a hockey tournament for kids in the summer, and we get a lot of, a lot of teams off from uh, – from the mass from Massachusetts and it's like it's really hard sometimes it's really tough it's really tough it's a strange accent yeah yeah really right. is. <laughs> no, it, is what it, is. it makes them unique right you know you can spot them a mile away like, yeah so you, exactly Chris you said you think the Bruins will win 4-2 uh, why do you think they'll win tonight and why specifically uh, do you think it'll, it'll be 4-2 the reason I'm taking the Bruins tonight is because uh, you play 82 games and and you want to do the best as possible to get the home ice advantage. And Boston has that. There is never in the history of the Boston Bruins, which obviously, you know, original six team, uh, deep rooted history there. Never been a game seven in Boston before. Uh, I think the energy is going to be high. And when it comes down to it, Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, David Krejci, uh, Zidane Ochara, these guys have been in these moments now twice. They've been on the good end and, and the core has been on the bad end, right? Yeah. In 2013 versus Chicago Blackhawks. So, I just think that the the Blues team, they've done so great, but I don't know if they're going to be able to match the veteran uh, leadership. And like, they don't have a lot of Stanley Cup final experience there either, So it's tough. Um, where uh, this core has gone through it together. So I, I, I give them the edge there, but I don't know. This has been the closest series I can remember watching in a final, yeah. probably since Boston played Vancouver. Yeah, it's. I mean, that and that was, was actually the last seven game series. Yeah, exactly, and that's that was a crazy that was a crazy series too. Um, the only thing is, is that with me is that the Blues. I've been saying this all year is that they're they've been in playoff mode since January, right? Everybody's mentioned it. Everybody knows the narrative. Uh, they've been in playoff mode since January. So for me, I think that they're riding hot. They literally have nothing to lose now. My only issue is that there might be a little bit too much hype behind them, you know, and a lot more people are yeah. going for the Blues than going for the Bruins, which is natural in the Bruins way. Nobody really likes them unless you're a Bruins fan. <laughs> no, uh, that's right. Yeah, exactly. So to me, I think that the, the moment might be a little bit too big for them. 
That's the only thing that, I, that, that I'm worried about for the Blues. Be, and also the lines, man. If you look at a guy like Corrali, for me, Corrali has been... Uh, Tuka has been the consmite on both sides of the puck. I don't care who wins. And then yeah, have, and that's true. Been unreal too. And then that top line, even though they fizzled down, um, do you think they're going to be able to to sustain this for the years to come when I talk about the Bruins? Yeah, you, you know what? They, the one thing that they did was in 2015 when they decided to blow it up and fire Claude Julien, uh, or sorry, they decided to fire Peter Shirelli yeah. and named uh, Don Sweeney uh, the GM. They traded Milan Lucic and then they traded uh, Martin Jones, who they got back from for an additional first-round pick. And they really... They really committed to the draft, you know. They they drafted, uh, you know, they had five first round picks in the first three years under Don Sweeney. He's done a great job with college free agents. Uh, you see some of them in these games, you know. A uh, guy like Matt Greslick is a yeah. is a he, you know, he's back tonight and he he's a fantastic defenseman. And you know, they have a lot of depth on that back end. Uh, you know, tonight a guy like Clifton who is in the whole playoffs playing great comes out because you know they're going with the experienced guy in John yeah. Moore, but. I think uh, I think that the the culture's changed in Boston. They have a lot of uh, they have a lot of young promise, and uh, you know when Zdeno Chara is done after next season, uh, you know a guy like Charlie McAvoy to have sitting there waiting to take over that number one uh, defenseman spot and all the responsibility. That's not a bad guy to have sitting there for sure. Absolutely, and Boston's yeah. done a great job. So I have, I have a friend who's a huge Boston Bruins fan, and he said he would rather have Carlo at five million for the next few years than have Krug at seven million for the next few years. That's absolutely true. I agree with that. I think that Boston, you could see them maybe this year decide that you're gonna you're gonna lose Krug. So now it just becomes are you gonna get something for him or are you just gonna kinda ride it out for a year next year and try to get back to the cup final? But yeah, the money won't be there long term mm-hmm. for Krug and yeah, uh I do think next season will be his last season in Boston and uh I wouldn't be surprised if something went down at the draft. Yeah, it's true. I'm, I'm just not a huge fan of Carlo. I think that he's going to be a little bit of a flash in the pan kind of guy. Um, but we'll see. I mean, he looks good. Yeah, so the thing with Carlo is he's that big defenseman, but he kind of has a decent skating game. It's just he kind of needs to put it all together. I think he's been good so far this playoffs, considering, uh, you know, Boston's defense, especially when you match it up compared to St. Louis, you know, it's yeah. not that deep of a core. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have aging Zidane Chara, Matt Greslick, Clifton was playing. Uh, Krug is undersized, most people say, right? But yeah, um, McAvoy too. McAvoy as well, right? So well, yeah, young. it's just strange. Uh, there, the, you know, the one thing I'll say about Boston, the, the reason they're there, is uh, Bruce Cassidy was just a great hire to take over from Claude Julian. Uh, they nailed that one right on the head. They were lucky enough to have him already waiting in the wings because uh, he's a fantastic coach. He really seems to get the best out of his players. So it looks like it. Uh, I think if they, they got him. In. Yeah. yeah, they all bought it, and he seems like the kind of guy that you would want to play for, right? He seems like he's fun, and he doesn't seem to be too serious all the time. And You know, uh, you saw it with Hitchcock, and you see it with some other guys like, you know, maybe Julian, too. We'll see how much longer he lasts in Montreal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, These guys kind of coached, the and it's a different game now. The game's changed a lot. So Yeah, yeah. for sure. The, um, because we've... Uh, we all look at sports and sports media and have fallen in love with the, the transaction as much as the action. Uh, reports were out today that uh, Malkin may be on the trade block and going to the Devils. Oh. Uh, what are your thoughts on that as a possibility? And, and, and like, do you think that's more news or noise at this point? 
I think it could be noise because of the time of year, but that's a crazy suggestion. I haven't really been on my phone today. I've kind of been avoiding it. Um, so that to me is a pretty crazy drop. But you know what? Phil Kessel, I know for a fact through a couple of people that I've talked to, isn't really down to be traded anywhere and yeah. he knows he has full control and he'll sit in Pittsburgh and collect his money because they pay him six million so it's not the end of the world if he stays because Toronto covered the other two million of his contract right when mm-hmm. they traded him uh, for back for Kasperi Kapanen but I mean the Ray Shiro effect he's the GM there in Jersey and you saw them kind of take on like a guy like Shiri I think ended up going through the devils and you know they've taken kind of on a couple old Penguins players there, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see them go in for Malkin, but would that cost them that first, the first overall pick? I mean, I think it would, no. In mean, May, but it, it seems it seems to be tough to give that up in a year where Hughes is expected to be not only the number one pick, but supposed to be a, a blue chip talent at this point. That's right? it, exactly. Yeah, the thing that I would worry about if I'm Jersey is they have Nico Heischer up the middle, right? And uh, Jack Hughes isn't necessarily known for his size either. Mm-hmm. And you know, you well, look at these games, you have Hughes. Ryan. No, that's I mean, if they that's if they draft them because no. you know what I I wouldn't mind seeing them grab Kako Kako especially if yeah. they could grab a center like if Evgeny Malkin's that's out it. there and they can grab Malkin and somehow not spread that first round pick and get Kako at least Taylor Hall's going to commit to stay because right now he doesn't know if he's going to stay or not. Yeah, I mean Jack Hughes I think will put more butts in the seats because you know New Jersey doesn't really get they're not really sold out all the time. It's a no, no hockey market. market. Yeah. But uh, I think Jack Hughes put more butts in the seats, and you're not losing much from Jack Hughes to to Capo. But uh, it's it's tough for sure to make that decision, knowing that you have two guys that can make or break your franchise, right? <laughs> no, I'll say this, and I and I said this when the Leafs were up, uh, and uh, it was Austin Matthews or Patrick Liney. Always take the center. That's usually yeah. the way that I go with it. So if I were them, and I hung on to that pick, I would take Hughes. But Hughes. Uh, and he's sure down the middle. That's not like dominating centers to me. I, I, it's just not. Like I feel like a guy like O'Reilly or Patrice Bergeron or Braden Shan or David Krejci uh, in a series. Like you saw Toronto, right? Like they can have all the skilled centers you want down the middle. But when these meat and potato Selkie uh, guys get involved, I mean, it's no, no, uh, it's no coincidence that Ryan O'Reilly and Bergeron are up for the Selkie Trophy this year, right? Like that's what it takes to be a great that's center it, in this exactly. league. And uh, Capo Caco looked like a goddamn man amongst children at the world championship this well, year, too. I know. playing with men, right? So. Yeah, yeah. He, he's already been playing with men. And he went out into that tournament. And Finland, you know, they take the, 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 they take the whole tournament with, what, two NHL guys? One NHL guy, not, no NHL goals. Yeah, no I NHL goals. They had uh, Oki Aryu from uh, That's Chicago, exactly. right? That's exactly. That's crazy to me. And Capo Caco had what six, seven goals that tournament. He yeah. was unbelievable. So, and then all the it's going to be one of those things where it's like the Sagan and Hall draft, right? It's like you can't go wrong. Same with Line A Matthews. You can't go wrong where you pick there. But uh, for the New Jersey Devils, like you going back to your point with Evgeny Malkin, man, that would be a huge uh, addition, a huge, huge pickup for them. And if any team would be in on it, it would definitely be New Jersey because. Uh, not only are they in the business for a center, they're in the business for keeping Taylor Hall around. Absolutely, yeah. You got you to gotta keep everything intact or else you're never going to succeed. Chris, where are you watching the game tonight? I'm watching the game here at my dad's place. We watched back in 2011 together, and then we didn't in 2013. So uh, we came here. We, uh, you know, I live on the border here, so I'll uh, we'll go over to uh, Niagara Falls, New 
New York or Buffalo and uh, picked up some pizza, had some wings, drinking a couple cold ones. You know, that's nice, it. Going to stress drink through the game, and that's it, boys. What are you guys doing? What? You all watching it together we're, or what? We're here, so we'll probably catch the beginning of it at the studio while, while we're supposed to be doing our work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then, then we'll head off to watch it uh, at home. The uh, Just a question. I, I was curious about that. You mentioned... Uh, you mentioned watch with your dad. I love that. I love you know whenever it comes to, wait, I get it. What do you forget want? Forget what he's saying. Dude, okay, dude, okay, what okay. Do you want? Sorry, look, I just want to know. I just want to know. Is Tuka Rask oh my God. the best goalie in the league? Because I love him. <laughs> is Tuka Rask the best goalie in the league? Uh, no, but he's on the no. best run. No, I think. Of not, man. I don't. I don't think he's the best goalie in the league. You, you look, but you, listen, he might be on the best contract though, which nah, a lot of people true. gave a lot of shit about because when. Sergey Bobrovsky goes down to Florida this year. You're going to probably be looking at $10 million a season. So You, you interrupted me for the most generic sports radio topic <laughs> of all time. <laughs> are you, please finish are you your fucking serious? He's the best. <laughs> please finish I want to know what is pizza. What, what kind of pizza are you yeah, getting? What, what, are, you, are we getting your hot wings? Are, are you getting a Duff's? No, uh, no. We go over to Sam. In Niagara Falls, New York. Oh, okay. all, right, so, all right, that's all. That's all. all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's a sick spot, though, too. Like Washington Square. Like there's a whole shit yeah, there's kind a of bunch, spots there's a bunch there, which, there. Are, which are wicked, uh, wicked good time. You guys ever go to a game in Buffalo before? Oh, I've been oh, to yeah. the Bills a couple times. I never. Been. I'm not a Bills oh fan, yeah, the Bills is a good time. It's yeah, the Bills is a good time. Yeah, it's fun. You park on and the Sabres lawns. is a good time too. We'll do a hot sauce. Sabres is a good time too. Out. Yeah, we'll do that. Hot sauce get the puck out. Collab tailgating party. That'd be fun. Look at that. We no should one... do that, man. Down at down at even a Bills game. I don't care. Yeah, we'll exactly. put each other yeah, through we'll, tables. Have we'll a couple that. beers. Why not? <laughs> yeah, we'll, Come we'll, on. Fucking, uh, <laughs> what are the odds we get past that before the first quarter? Uh, first very, very I don't think we'd make it in the first quarter, boys. I don't know if we would make it. I don't know. I don't want to end up in that Ralph Wilson jail either. I heard it smells like piss. You know why? Because people piss in it. That's yeah, why. Constantly, constantly. <laughs> um, so Chris Mancuso of the uh, Get the Puck Out uh, podcast. Uh, Chris, where can people find you? People can find us on uh, any major podcast network, Get the Puck Out, as well as on fullpresscoverage.com or Full Press Radio. Uh, we always stream there. We're going to have a bunch more content coming too as far as video goes as well. And I uh, just want to say, boys, I love the way that you guys do your podcast as well. Uh, you. you know, we do everything audio right now. You know, I love the video. I love how you guys, I don't know, it kind of, I don't know, I'm not techie at all. Anyone will laugh uh, when they well, talk about we me and just signing into a computer. Yeah. Exactly, man. I need yeah. to get me a couple of nerds. I need some Corey and Trevors on the you go. You yeah. can take. <laughs> Listen, our, our Corey and Trevors are not for sale. You, you, can, you can take Trevor for me. That can do some video editing. Set him on. You can take Eagle. Me. You just gotta feed him with sugar and esports calendars and stuff. It's hey, true. man. I'll, <laughs> I'll buy him a Playboy. I'll buy him a cigar and, uh, and a bottle of tequila, and we'll get going. It's better than these guys are offering. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't. We, we don't pay him. Probably better we, than you get paid now. Exactly. Yeah, we offer poverty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thanks Chris for joining us we'll talk soon uh, enjoy game 7 yeah thanks for having me on boys anytime take care thank right, you Chris later welcome everyone you were listening to it, it. It, it and perhaps it watching do it right here so they don't see it sauce right there. sports Check, guys use, the, use the, the split done terrible <laughs> we are back that was an awesome interview with Chris Mancuso of the Get the Puck Out podcast uh, dude's awesome, man. He, I love his podcast. Him and his buddy Kyle. They uh, it's short. They're like thirty minutes. Just quickly, if you want uh, updates on the NHL and uh, and hockey and the OHL and something like that, they're very they're very um, informed. They know a lot of shit about hockey. That's for sure. I, uh, I we were criticized early on. Some hockey guys were like, "Hey, you guys, don't talk enough puck on your podcast." Fuck you, man. Yeah. So you know what? Two shows. Hey, in hey, a row? hey, hockey experts. Fuck you. What? Hockey experts. Last two shows in a row. 
We had uh, Kyle Johnson on last week. Oh, yeah. it's true. And Kyle uh, Johnson. Wait, no. That's not his name. That's not his name at all. <laughs> Chris Johnson. Christian. Christian. Uh, yeah. Johnston. Is it Johnston? Is it J- Justin, you yeah. work with him. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and he's also our writer. I know. I don't know why it's Kyle. Generic hockey employee number X. Yes, <laughs> We're cool. White guy. Um. And Chris came on this week, so yes. a lot of lot of hockey coverage in basketball weeks. And they, we're, look, next we're week we're getting uh, Wayne Gretzky. That would be awesome. No, no, it's already confirmed. Does he even do interviews? Absolutely not. All right. Um, so we get to the point of the show where we go through the remainder of the news. We like to call it rapid fire. Hopefully Duke gets it right this time. So not ready. Rapid fire. David Ortiz gets shot. Oh, fuck. This is sad. This is rough. This man. is very sad. I uh, first thought it was reporting it was an attempt at robbery, but yeah. now the video has been leaked. It does not look like a robbery at all. It looks all. like an assassination yeah. attempt. Why would somebody want to He's probably banging somebody important's wife. Not true. Not true at all. That's uh, my guess. The Dominican Republic is a really poor country. Absolutely. And there's a lot of people that look at him, someone with a lot of wealth, and they see someone that that might be carrying a lot of cash on him. Sometimes but it's not the thing is, is that, conspiracy. The thing is that they don't really do that stuff to themselves to their to their own people. I saw look, when I was when I I went recently and I drove by uh, I had driven by by his house. It's a giant mansion. And before there is just ghetto after ghetto before that. Yeah. So you can only oh, imagine. Yeah, but, but again, thing. it didn't look like a robbery. They didn't break into his house. Yeah, it, they, was weird. it looked like a hit. It looked like someone was coming to murder him. Yeah. Like what I'm gonna do to you in a couple of years. Jesus. Well, that was all in bad taste. The uh, the it was nice timing. <laughs> the other thing too is the the peop- patrons of the bar then beat the hell. Uh, out of this dude, uh, deservingly so. Yeah, Pedro Martinez went uh, on uh, on the MLB Network and he was crying. It was, you know, it's sad, man. It's sad because we all love Big Poppy. I don't think anybody can say anything bad about him in North no. America. He Even was the like, Boston he was Red the Sox one who, him out. He's the one who we're all like, all right, fine, steroids are fine. Like we're uh, good. He's good. No, but you know what? Like it. he lost all that weight, rejuvenized his career. Like you gotta love him. He's always smiling. I love uh, Keenan Thompson's impression of him on SNL. Makes me fucking mad. Yeah. And uh, but overall, man, you know it's tough because he's our generation of baseball player. Yeah, we watched him since the beginning. Him, Manny Ramirez, Dear Jeter, Posada, like those that era, you know. And it's, it's all the it's tough. Hopefully, man, we, we grew up in the best every era single of roid. Name it. Go name a roid. Name a roid. Uh, steroid. On it. <laughs> <laughs> Na- go name one. Uh, Androstenedione. How <laughs> that? I remembered that from Mark McGuire. Bike wars. Bike Wars. Sean yeah. Avery. <laughs> so Sean Avery. I mean, you guys follow his Instagram? Yeah. I do know. It's, it's one of the funniest things, man. I love it. He just tells people off for being in the bike lane. So apparently, he, so the, I sent you guys the video, but we're not going to play it. But he, get, he got, he was summoned to court because some guy sued him for hitting his car with Sean Avery's bike. How fucked up is that? I mean, like, I agree with him. No, because he was going to press charges and he's like, yeah, fuck it, I'm not going to do it. And then he leaves. A couple weeks later, I guess the guy found out who he was mm-hmm. and he tried to sue him. That's fucking crazy. Well, wait, Sean Avery hit him with his bike, though. With his own bike. By accident. Like, he was crossing the lane. The guy hit him with a, hit him on the bike. Okay. With his car. He I was understood. in the bike lane. He was in the bike so lane. So Avery got pissed. And so, so the he, guy in the car no, is the guy suing, is suing him. There's no way he's going to win that case, right? I don't know. Like, he, like Avery's got to have a better lawyer. No, but he's right. I mean, listen, Sean Avery's a fucking asshole. What kind of car was it? Can we get can we get a report? I, I don't know. I'm on it. I'm on it, boys. I think it he like was defending the bike lane, according to him. He defends the bike lanes, and he does it on a daily basis. People are fucking retarded. And he even said, if I have to be the face that defends them, so be it. Yeah, yeah. And Sean Avery's the face of justice? I don't know about that. 
He's pretty funny. I like Sean Avery. I do like him too. I've always liked him. Busted balls. <laughs> Mitch Anniger <laughs> suffers a, rust, a ruptured testicle after falling a ball off himself on Thursday and was placed on the injury list. So I remember when I was younger, I said, it's amazing that all these balls get fouled off and get hit into stands and no one ever gets hurt. Yeah. Since I've said that, six people die every year. <laughs> this is, this is, man. The speed it probably happened more often than you knew before. It's just that you didn't hear about them. You it probably was wasn't wearing a cup, cup, man. I'm old as shit. Probably and because when you say something, you're automatically drawn to that after. Yeah, now I'm looking for it. Yeah, now it's I'm like when I got it. my car, my Sonata, automatically I started seeing Sonatas all over the fucking yeah. city. That's the weirdest analogy ever. No, but it is because you... Well, to be you fair, know, the Sonata is the ruptured testicle yeah. of cars. Right, it is. But I also noticed that every second one of those cars was a cab. So I drive a cab. But most importantly... And um, I don't get paid for it. So... It was fouled off, and it hit his balls. Right? Yeah, poor guy, man. Fall Fall ball. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to figure out, like, if that happens, and the, you're not joke, wearing a cup. The joke was you're not wearing a cup. Ball. No, nobody wears. Cups I ended on foul ball. Nobody wears cups anymore. That's the problem. Foul ball. I never wore one. Top Gun. Tom Cruise versus Justin Bieber. Yo, I'm Team Cruise on this one. Team Cruise? Yeah. Oh, man, Fuck no, out of no, here, Team yeah, Cruise. Out of here. Out of here. I'm all over Beams on this one. Beams probably. He's probably the favorite. He's got youth on the side. He's got reach. Because Tom Cruise is like this tall. And I think Bieber did some boxing too. Yeah, he did, he did. Bieber's tweet was counter challenged by Danny DeVito. I saw that's that a one. fight I want to see. That's a fight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know if that one. Do you know you know his Danny dirty. DeVito, yeah, he's like, he'll bite your dick off. Yeah, like, right off. Yeah. yeah. Wild card, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, so the thing is, like, why would Bieber challenge him? Like, like, is there beef between him and Tom Cruise? I love how just like kind of Ari Gold and Jeremy Piven, that people associate him to that character. We associate Danny DeVito with Frank Reynolds. Yeah, at all times. <laughs> but he's played a <laughs> lot of other ca- roles that were nothing like this. Oh, well, is he having a baby with Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> is that where we're supposed to go? Uh, no, but it, like the thing is, like, it's funny, though, because Bieber's like, you know, he's done some fighting. He's done some training. Sure. So let me train a thing that I know I'm good at that Tom Cruise probably isn't. How about you challenge him off in Scientology? Let's do it. I Scientology. Nothing. Scientology. 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 Raiders, Hard Knocks. Let's go. Oh, I'm super proud. I, I yeah, you don't made this admission to you guys today. I've never seen that. You should wa- watch it. Oh, for the show, show, watch it. I, I, well, now I have to. Now yeah. it's my job. For the show, you got to watch so. it. Because it's a great show. Uh, honestly, I missed a couple it seasons. Can't be a great show. The Dallas Cowboys—it's five, it's five episodes. You can't go wrong with five Football episodes. Football players are not interesting people. We're gonna have a larger segment on this, so let's go quick. Okay, who is it? What is <laughs> next? Okay, next, yeah. <laughs> that was I, don't know, I can't see the next segment. Way to kill the, the segment, Eagle. Uh, the next one is just just buzz it. No, the buzz is at the end <laughs> of the previous. Well, he confused me. Hardball beefs. Uh, Marlins Twitter takes on the the Brewers after a big loss. This I is funny. This. So uh, the I Marlins, the Marlins had beaten um, had beaten the Brewers sixteen uh, one or sixteen nothing or something. Sure. Just uh just crushed them. How close are you to finish? We said um, we're gonna finish these. Yeah, I'm getting there. Um, so it was, it was, I believe they beat them by sixteen runs. So Sucks. at the end of the series, uh, the Brewers Twitter put out uh, they put out a tweet saying. We haven't. Thank you, Miami. We haven't had a chance to thank you, but thank you for Christian Yelich. And then the Marlins Twitter said, <laughs> "That's a tell, nice one. Tell uh, that's awesome. Tell Christian I have his shoes. You know, uh, tell let us know when uh, he hits a 16-run homer." And I thought that was kind of funny. Like that's it, pretty good. Yeah, it is funny that it's the Brewers and Marlins, and Brewers are good now. But for large parts of baseball history, this is the bottom of the barrel fighting it out. Um, 
I like this. To me, this is what baseball needs to become. And then, of course, afterwards, like teams are apologizing for the team's Twitter accounts. Shut up. Come on. Why do you have to you're, apologize for listen, something you did? You're already, your league is already <laughs> this close to being irrelevant. Only old guys like me and Terry like you. So, come on. Let's do this. Make, make yourselves more UFC. Make yourselves more professional wrestling. I want to see yeah. this shit. Like, I want to see them go after Like, I'm a Mets fan. I, don't, I barely watch. I just follow the stats. I know Pete Alonso. It's also hard good. to watch when you're a Mets fan. Yeah. Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso. Yeah, yeah, for real, man. Pete Alonso. That guy's amazing. Also, it's really way too early in the season. Way too early. It's always like But that's when this happens. That's like when you get, you get bee infestations, baseball fights, and, uh, and Twitter wars. I tried catching a baseball game the other day, and my wife was like, you better turn that off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'll watch once in a while. I just don't want to watch. Like, depends. I mean, I'll watch a Blue Jay game because I want to see Guerrero, Red Sox. They, Miss they, they don't show a lot of Mets games, but I'll watch on Dazzin sometimes. Yeah, I'll watch on Dazzin as well. That's it. That's it. We're done. No basket case, nothing? No, no it's the last segment. You're not paying attention. That's cool, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what is the last segment? So, the last segment is Eagle came up with the idea. So oh, we actually have a last segment. Yeah, okay, he I does. Like yeah. I like this. So, because Hard Knocks will feature the Oakland Raiders, uh, Hard Knocks ah. is a five-episode series. Um, oh, what I've done them. is I've come up with episode names for each of the episodes, I and like I want them. you to fill in the plot details as if you were writing oh, a script fuck. like a reality show. I love this shit. Yeah. Let's go. Let's so, we it. have episode one, and I've named them after friends. It's about episodes. penises and John Gruden penis. So, episode one, <laughs> the one <laughs> with <laughs> Mr. Big Chest. What happens in this episode? Okay, what? so Antonio Brown. Has no, me Antonio I disagree. Brown. It's got to be that's a, It's a misdirect. Oh, it's you a misdirect. You, like, okay. you watch, like, and it's like, you know, watching Game of Thrones, and the episode's called, like, oh, of dragon sex. No, nah, but the dragons dra- never have sex. Is there an episode right? called dragon sex? No, but sex? The, f- the first, the, no, but the first, wow. <laughs> the first episode of, of, of Hard Knocks is usually the undrafted guys that are fighting for the position. and no, they get no, really. so Yeah, because, I'm, they're, I'm no, because this, they're cut first. I'm watching this season of Cleveland, that's not what it was. Last season's of Cleveland. That's not what it was. Ba- it's Baker Mayfield. He's right. <laughs> so, so my thing is, I think that... I, I watched them this morning, so I'm fresh. One is to think it's about Antonio Brown. Okay. But in the end, it's about unproven rookies coming cool. on. Trying Wants to, a big they, chest. They think, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, this guy's big, he's jacked, he can't yeah, move right. And I like, it. like I don't know about this guy, but he's got, he's got a like big it. chest. I, okay, I'm going to counter. I got a counter right here. Go for it. Go for it. Um, the GM's uh, Mike Mayock's wife walks in. She's got a oh. huge rack. She's Mr. And big they chest. called her Big Chest. Yeah. Mr. Big Chest. Episode two, the one with a quarterback controversy. The one with the quarterback controversy, which means they're, they're going to figure out, hey, Derek Carr, not so good. Yeah, you know who we're going to get? Marcus Tuyasisopo. Cleo Lemon call might that, be available. Call that Cleo Lemon, Marcus <laughs> Tuyasisopo. Three-way competition for the job. That, that, and, and then, honestly, Marcus well, Didn't we have Terrell Pryor at one point? He's a beautiful man. He's going to steal the show. Yeah, didn't we have Terrell Pryor? Terrell Pryor climbs out of a locker. Hey, guys, I'm still here. <laughs> Comes in, starting quarterback. Why, like, it, it's like in, uh, in what's that movie <laughs> where uh, they fire that guy, but they still keep paying him? Office space. It's like office, office space. space. Yeah. Is it just for my staple? <laughs> <laughs> Episode three, the one with a blockbuster trade. Oh, the blockbuster trade. So this is, uh, it's not about football trading at all. It's Mike Mayock and John Gruden are caught watching film, but they're trading Pokemon cards. Mm, see, I, I thought instead yeah. um, they get uh, tips on the stock market from Martha Stewart, Ooh. and they both get arrested before the season. Okay, spinning it again. How about this? All right. John Gruden Play is part Pokemon with John, Martha Stewart. John Gruden is... Is uh, he's on the Oakland esports team and he got traded to Tampa Bay esports team. Right. I don't uh, know about this. Uh, I like this Overwatch, guys. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. it's a good game. It's a good game. I like this. Episode four, the one with a blast from the past. Okay. Okay. So, so obviously, the one is the thing Marshawn Lynch is coming back to sure. this episode. I'm going to go with 
the real quarterback controversy, Rich Gannon returns. I was going to say Jamarcus Russell comes back. Oh, still, nice! <laughs> still can't read tape. Still can't read tape. <laughs> no. <laughs> why could, why would he you brings He brings the tape that they caught him with a video. We don't have VHS anymore, man. He's like, yeah, but I, I watched it yesterday. Blank. It's He's still like, blank. I watched it yesterday. Like, you didn't because it's still blank. No, but I watched it, but you yeah. didn't. And, <laughs> and episode five and Duke, I want you to give the plot details for this one. That's the one reason. with That's classic it. Raider myth management. Oh, yeah, this is nice. So in this one, I'm thinking that uh, it's basically Mark Davis going to hairdresser and we just see how he gets that bowl cut. Yeah. That's mismanaged. Absolutely. It's mismanaged. Because it's mismanaged literally from the top. It's it's probably the the least managed thing I've ever seen ever. Like from the top. His hairline. Yeah. It's a crossover. Michael Scott's going to come in. Yeah. He's going to manage the franchise from henceforth. And he'll he'll be in a position of power because his best employee ever, Jim Halpert, will have represented the Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, baby! Tonight, <laughs> Boston Bruins, Game 7. I hope I'm right because you'll know when this podcast comes out. Go Boos. I've been Peace. You've been Terry. Play Gloria. You've been Eagle. You've been Duke. And you've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports.